Okay, welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Again, the name of the show is NPL Legal Dish, as you can see on my t-shirt. <laughs> All right. Um, like I said, yes, using pop culture and celebrity news. If you don't know who I am, I am Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show, and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like uh, making sure that you have your articles of incorporation, meaning registered with the state, making sure you have EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, appropriate contracts, brand protection strategies, hiring policies, all of the additional things that, you know, build a strong business, uh, help you grow. I help you set them up. If you're wondering why I'm qualified, I am a licensed attorney, have been one for almost 15 years. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school. But a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, there are just some things that you're going to have to know. There's no way around it. So that is why I'm here. So if you are in the startup phase of your business, or if you know someone who's, you know, got a business idea, but they don't know where to start, send them over to me. Uh, the way that you're going to go to Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is where you can set up a free 15 minute consultation first time client. It's also where you can download the free launch, blah, 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 the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. It is also uh, where you can um, purchase many of my video trainings and ebooks, like my EIN training, my numbers training, agreement training, my protect your biz training, where we talk about trademarks, patents, and copyrights, my business startup basics training, where I teach you all the steps that you need to, you know, get that business set up legitimately. Um, so there's a lot of things at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. You can also subscribe to the YouTube page and the podcast. Okay. So that if you ever miss a live show, you can go watch the replay on the YouTube channel. Um, okay. So that is enough about my business. Let's get to the show. Uh, the way that the show works, if you happen to be new, is that I pull stories from the news, stories that you guys send me, stories from blog sites, and I, the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners, and we discuss them. So this is a conversation. Um, since we started late tonight, we're going to go till about 840, if, if, you know, if it takes that long. This is your time to get your comments and questions in. Don't be shy. This is a community. You know, that's why we get our merch started. You know, our t-shirts, our mugs, our tote bags, because this is a community. We all communicate with each other. Um, so don't be, don't be shy. Join in on the conversation. All right. So let's get started with our first story of the night. All right. How many of you guys remember Grumpy Cat? Do you remember or, or, or are you familiar with Grumpy Cat? Grumpy Cat was the um, subject of a lot of memes. Um, uh, uh, and I remember like everything, you know, it was just funny. But apparently the cat that was Grumpy Cat had something that made 
the cat's face like that. If you remember Grumpy Cat, give me a cat emoji. As I sip from my NPL Little Dish mug. Uh, <laughs> if you remember Grumpy Cat, give me a cat emoji. Okay? Mm-mm-mm. Nobody remembers Grumpy Cat? Okay, that's fine. Uh, but Grumpy Cat was very popular, uh, still is popular in some, in some spots. Uh, you find Grumpy Cat in a lot of memes, but not only a lot of memes, um, people have been using Grumpy Cat, phenomenal chefs for the cat. People have been using Grumpy Cat, thank you, 76 Grimk. Uh, yes, they've been using Grumpy Cat to sell, uh, you know, different types of products, pet products or non-products. The problem is Grumpy Cat's former owners um, have a trademark on Grumpy Cat's image and name. Now, um, if you didn't know, Grumpy Cat has since passed away, that cat, right? But the image of the cat is still protected. The owners did the right thing because they saw that, you know, their cat's image was becoming very viral. People wanted to use it, so they protected it, right? Um, and now there, there are several companies out there, uh, reputable or not, thank you, Open Arms Cleaning, that are using Grumpy Cat's image to try and sell their products. And Grumpy Cat's former owners are saying, hey girl, run me my money. Um, now this is not the first time that Grumpy Cat's former owners have sued. The first time they sued in court, they actually got $700,000. Uh, in uh, in an award because of trademark infringement. So guys, when I talk to you about brand protection, brand protection is very important. It's very lucrative. Think about it. These people uh, probably maybe got that cat from like a shelter, you know, or maybe a friend or something or wherever they got it. Maybe they spent, at most they spent a few hundred dollars on their cat, right? But because the cat became iconic, and because they were smart enough to protect their cat's image, they won a $700,000 award for trademark infringement. And they're not stopping there because people continue to use Grumpy Cat's image to try and sell their wares. But Grumpy Cat's image is not out there, even though we may use it for memes. Memes is one thing because we don't make money from memes. They're just out there to make people laugh. But if you are making products and you're trying to sell them to people and you're using an image that is protected, that is called infringement. So Grumpy Cat's owners are saying, stop using our cat's face to try and sell your stuff, at least not without running us a check first. Hey, La Marvella Music, thanks for joining. Uh, yes, so Grumpy Cat is out here, Grumpy Cat's owners are out here trying to collect all the coins. So for, hey Margaret, so for those of you who might make pet items, particularly cat items, whatever, if you were thinking about using Grumpy Cat's image, don't do it because the owners will find you and will sue you, all right? Um, but this case, it's just a, a very, um, it's a textbook example of why trademarking is important. The, these owners of their cat they understood that, you know, their cat's image was something that could bring them, you know, could bring them money. So they made sure that they protected that image so other people couldn't make money off of it. So congrats to them. Um, but, uh, yeah, 
So did y'all know that Grumpy Cat was pulling in this type of coin? Hi, Shawamar. Um, either way, good luck to that family. All right. Okay. Um, is anybody here next door that we are moving on to? Is anybody here an EDM fan? Um, and if, if by EDM, I mean electronic dance music. Um, okay. So he says, congrats. Anybody, uh, anybody here a fan of electronic dance music? It's like that music. If you are, just give me a yes in the comments. If not, just give me a no. I'm not a, I'm not an EDM fan. It's not my thing. There's just way too much going on in that type of music for me. No. Okay. Um, but EDM, it's a very, uh, you know, like, most music genres, you know, they have their diehard fans. And in particular, in, in electronic dance music, it's less about the individual artists and more about the DJs. Y'all, none of y'all are EDM fans. Okay, that's cool. Um, but, you know, it's more about the DJs. So you'll have these famous DJs who go and spin at these EDM parties. And, you know, they make millions of dollars and they have merch and things like that. So there is a famous EDM DJ by the name of DJ Marshmallow, okay? Marshmallow with no W, so it's M-A-R-S-H-M-E-L-L-O. DJ Marshmallow is a famous EDM DJ, and he has a trademark for his DJ name, um, Marshmallow, for DJ services and beverages, um, and, and, um, to further that, he's also, uh, submitted a trademark application. You've heard of him, Open Arms Cleaning? Okay. Oh, okay. So, all right. Open Arms Cleaning knows a little bit about DJ Marshmallow. You know more than I do, girl. What do you know about DJ Marshmallow? Because all I know is what I read in this story. Um, so DJ Marshmallow does have a trademark on his stage name, and he also has filed a trademark application for the Mellow brand. Um, which he's planning on expanding his empire, um, including, uh, you know, he has an animated YouTube series, um, and is planning to, I guess, come out with more different types of merchandise. Here's where the problem is. Has anybody here ever heard of the makeup company L'Oreal? If you have heard of the makeup company L'Oreal, give me a lipstick emoji. If you have heard of the cosmetics company L'Oreal, give me a lipstick emoji. Open Arms Cleaning said he wears a marshmallow head when he DJs. He does. That's the picture that I saw. And apparently not many people know what he looks like. A lot of these DJs, they like wear these weird head, head, like masks and then they don't tell you who, who they are. Hi, Zay Baraka. <laughs> um, thank you, Shower Mark. So, wait, so, okay, thank you for the lipstick, Kells Butter. Thank you, Nessie Time. I got, okay, t three people who know what L'Oreal is. Wait, are, are these lips for, oh, okay, so these are lips for L'Oreal. Okay, so we got five people who know what L'Oreal is, right? Now, we know while L'Oreal is the overarching company that does the cosmetics, L'Oreal will come out with different lines, for different types of cosmetics that are supposed to do different things, right? Um, and most recently, L'Oreal 
filed a trademark for the phrase the marshmallow three words the marshmallow we don't know exactly hey miss haystacks we don't know exactly what products l'oreal plans on coming out with under this the marshmallow line we just know that they're planning new products and they want to call the line the marshmallow uh but the thing is dj marshmallow has a problem with l'oreal trying to trademark the marshmallow he is saying that look you know yeah i'm in the music industry but i plan on expanding uh you know maybe i might want to come out with my own beauty products and i don't think that l'oreal should be able to trademark the marshmallow that could cause confusion with my brand dj marshmallow right now dj marshmallow's current trademark for dj marshmallow is for dj services and beverages right and he's got an animated youtube series as of now he has no health and beauty products but he's saying that you know i might want to do so in the future so he is trying to oppose l'oreal's trademark application for the marshmallow in the cosmetics uh category so i want to know from you guys do you think that dj marshmallow is just trying to protect his brand or is he doing too much is there a possibility of confusion between this electronic dance music dj's products and l'oreal's cosmetic products because currently dj marshmallow like i said his trademark is for his dj services which he does beverages i guess he has some type of drink and um an animated youtube series but as of right now we don't have any cosmetics but even if dj marshmallow plans on coming out with some type of cosmetics in the future how likely do you think it is that a dj marshmallow cosmetic would be confused with l'oreal what do you guys think so is there a possibility of confusion between dj marshmallows trademark and l'oreal trying to trademark the marshmallow phenomenal chef said he's doing too much 76 grimke said he's doing too much all right so y'all think dj marshmallow is doing too much i absolutely agree with you guys um while i know that there is you know everything has their own look uh this particular dj phenomenal chef said no confusion you're not known for makeup you're known for music right now the beauty industry and the music industry do go together however you mr marshmallow have no connection to the cosmetics world right so where is the confusion you don't have any products out right now um uh, and l'oreal you know they're a powerhouse in the cosmetics industry there they haven't tried to expand this application into dj services or beverages so where's the confusion marshmallow um phenomenal chef said he knows he's not about to do makeup who knows you never know look you know brother men out here want to look good too they want even skin tone too they need concealer too maybe dj marshmallow he's trying to help the men out there you know um but uh as of right now i don't think there is a big uh possibility that there would be confusion between l'oreal and marshmallow because as of right now dj marshmallow you don't make makeup so why are you bothering l'oreal um anyway so we will have to wait and see
Uh, Kels Butter said they probably don't even know who he is. I'm not going to say that because I feel like, again, the music industry and the beauty industry, they do tend to be intertwined. That's why you have celebrities who are, you know, ambassadors for brands. Look at Megan Thee Stallion. She's an ambassador for Revlon. Um, you know, I don't know. There's tons of brands that have, you know, ambassadors and things like that, right? But in this case, DJ Marshmallow, you're not known for looks. You're known for electronics, dance music, for wearing a marshmallow mask and, you know, music. That's what you're known for. <laughs> so we're going to have to wait and see what the, what the judge actually thinks or uh, about this opposition between uh, DJ Marshmallow and uh, L'Oreal. Okay? All right. So, but most of y'all seem to think that DJ Marshmallow is doing too much, and I agree with you. Okay? Chago, sit down. All right. We're moving on to our last story of the evening. But before we do that, I want to remind you that you are watching <coughs> NPL Legal Dish. <laughs> Y'all, I love these shirts, okay? This shirt. Now, uh, uh, like I said, we're taking a quick commercial break before our last story of the night. Y'all know I've been talking about making merch for the show. I got the prototypes today. I've been working with Nessie Time. She made me a beautiful logo and gave me some prototypes. Um, so I'm going to be coming out with t-shirts real soon. We got some tote bags that are on the way. Is this, is this the right way? That's the right way. She even made me, like, a prototype mug. I didn't even ask for the mug, and she made it for me, all right? Um, like, I'm so excited about this. I can't wait to share these things with you guys. I want to have them out so you can get them for the holidays. But, yeah, thank you to Nessie Time. If you're looking for a graphic designer, please go check her out on Instagram, okay? But, yeah, you're watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where we learn business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Um, if you are in the startup phase of your business and you need some help getting, you want a mug? Look, I'm I, I, I'm gonna find somewhere. I gotta figure out how to get these things produced, and I'm gonna get them out to y'all. Okay. Yes. So um, if you're in the startup phase of your business and you need some legal guidance, your girl is here to help you out. Okay. Go to Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm and book yourself a free 15-minute consultation if you're a first-time client. Or if you're not a first-time client, we've got Talk To Me Tuesday where you can get a 25-minute session for $25 or you can book yourself a full one-hour coaching session, all right? But, um, yes. So go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Can't wait to talk to you guys. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the sleeve, girl. Look, she get, she put something on the sleeve, too. All right, these shirts are top. Tizite. Tizite. Yeah. Look at that. Mm. Mm. Uh. <laughs> All right. Okay. Coming to an e-store near you. Uh, all right, moving on to our last story of the evening. Um, if you have heard of the streetwear brand Off-White, give me an O in the comments. If you have heard of, oh, you laughing at me? If you have heard of the brand Off-White, give me an O in the comments. We have talked about this brand so much on this show. They have been sued, and they have sued so many people. Um, 
Okay, thank you, Zay. Thank you, Phenomenal. Zay Baraka said Virgil. Yes, Virgil. Thank you, Whitney. Hey, Whitney. Um, oh, it's cool, Whitney. You know, you can go back and watch it on um YouTube. All right, thank you for all the oh. So y'all know what open arms cleaning is. Uh, I mean, not not open. Sorry, open arms cleaning. I saw the O and I saw your name. Look, free plug, girl. Um, but yes. We know Off-White, they are a high-end streetwear brand. They have, you know, they sell belts for like $300, all that crazy stuff. They, you know, they have quotation marks on shoes. I don't understand the popularity of Off-White. I just know that it is popular, okay? Um, And Off-White apparently has a trademark for a diagonal uh, design, black and white bar design right? Um, and they are currently suing an ice cream shop in California. Um, there is an ice cream shop in California by the name of Afters, and they have been selling shirts that instead of saying off-white, they say off-diet, and they have kind of the same design that um, off-white has. I, I posted the survey on Friday, but I forgot to post the results. Um, I'll post them after the show. Anyway, um, so this ice cream shop has been selling these shirts. They don't say off white. They say off diet, like a joke. And then, you know, the diagonal lines that are synonymous with off white. So off white, the brand is suing this ice cream shop for trademark infringement. Now, these are not the only shirts that this ice cream shop sells. They also sell parody shirts of, uh, I guess, the shirts that Kanye was selling for for his Sunday service. So, um, you know how Kanye had his shirts that said, Jesus is king. This ice cream shop has t-shirts that say, ice cream is king. And how Kanye had his shirts that said, Sunday service, S-U-N-D-A-Y. They have shirts that say, Sunday service, S-U-N-D-A-E, like an ice cream sundae. So obviously this ice cream shop, they're taking, you know, well-known, um, well-known phrases, logos, things like that, and making, kind of poking fun and making it their own. But Off-White doesn't think it's funny. They are saying that this is trademark infringement. Now remember, when we, the, Zay Baraka said they're telling on themselves, Remember, when we talk about trademark infringement, trademark infringement means one of, means this, that you are trying to, uh, that you are trying to, uh, make it seem like you are associated with a particular brand or that you are that particular brand, right? That, so that if this brand and the original are in, are side by side, it will be very hard for consumers to understand the difference between the two brands. Um, uh, Winnie's hand said, oh yeah, that's not cool. That's like the MAGA tumblers that are designed like the White Claw cans. White Claw is not playing with people. Oh my gosh, I did not know people were doing that. They're using the White Claw. No, no, no. White Claw, okay. Um, So, you you got to send me that story, Whitney. I want to talk about that. But um, the thing is, okay, so if you went to this ice cream store and you saw these shirts that said off diet, would you think that they were off-white branded clothing? 
because that's what we're talking about with confusion, right? Remember, there are parodies. If you guys remember that story that we did um, with the Louis Vuitton purses, and then there was a company that was making the Pui Vuitton purses, and the court said, nobody in their right mind is going to mistake this plastic purse for, you know, a genuine leather Louis Vuitton purse, right? So is there possi about a possibility over here of there being a parody argument? The ice cream shop is not selling off-white shirts. The shirts say off-diet, Sunday service, ice cream is king. Very geared towards ice cream. Now the images, think about, you know, the, the parody images that you have seen of different t-shirts in different places, right? Is there room for parody merchandise with this ice cream shop, right? Do we associate off-white brand clothing with ice cream? What do you think? Do you got, does that change anything for you guys or do you think this ice cream shop is still doing too much? Because one of the defenses to infringement is if, you know, you can show that it's an actual parody or you're making commentary, you know, social commentary or something like that. Because for me, the fact that it's being sold in an ice cream shop and they are altering it to look like, I, you know, ice cream stuff, they're not trying to be like off-white. For me, I think there is a parody argument. Um, Whitney said, Whitney said uh, I, no, I wouldn't think it's affiliated. But it may come down to the fact that Off-White has more money and can bully a small ice cream shop into complying. You are absolutely right, Whitney. Um, sometimes money talks. Nessie Time said, I wouldn't mix the two. Right. I don't think I would necessarily confuse Off-Diet, you know, the Off-Diet shirts that I find in this one ice cream shop in California with the high-end shirts that off-white is selling probably online somewhere right um but off-white they are going to visit you can't hear tish you can't tish destinations are you're not you're not able to hear um I, is anybody else having trouble hearing me on facebook yeah but um yeah so I personally don't think that the shirts being so, uh, okay, thank you, Margaret. You can watch the replay. Don't worry, these shirts coming soon, girl. Um, but yeah, the, um, like I was saying, I don't think there's a possibility of confusion when I can only get these ice cream themed shirts in this one ice cream shop in California. You know, they're not selling them online. They're only selling them in the shop. Um, thank you. Okay, you can hear. Um, but, um, but reasonable minds can differ. And also as a trademark owner, it is important that you vigorously defend your mark. Now we talk about all the time about how monster energy drink, they sue everybody, right? But monster energy drink, they're like, look, we're just trying to vigorously defend our mark and they have the money to do it. So, um, we will have to wait and see if this ice cream shop can still sell these shirts. Some of you think that, the, you know, they shouldn't be allowed to do this. So if you think that Off-White, the clothing company, is right to be upset about this ice cream shop, give me a one. If you think the ice cream shop should be allowed to sell these shirts, give me a two. I want to get a consensus here. 
If you think that Off-White, the clothing company, they're right to go after this ice cream company that's selling off-diet shirts and ice cream is king in Sunday service, give me a one. If you think that the ice cream shop is just doing parody shirts, they're just trying to make a little extra money, give me a two. Margaret Massey is on the side of the ice cream shop. 76 Grimke is on the side of the ice cream shop. Zay is on the side of Off-White. Nessie Time is on the side of the ice cream shop. Phenomenal Chefs is on the side of the ice cream shop. Okay, okay. So it seems like some of you guys may have changed your minds, and that is cool. That is why, That is what these discussions are about. So we can iron out the facts and see what's happening, right? Right. Um, let's see, what time is it? Okay, we are right on time. Okay, so um, those were the stories that I had for you. We will have to wait and see what happens between off-white and afters ice cream if they're going to be able to sell these t-shirts um and speaking of t-shirts y'all did you see did you see my t-shirt that i got made i told y'all i was working on merch for the show i got the prototypes today i've been working with nessie time um is that a loophole parodies are a loophole for infringement okay Whitney said, I'm torn. I can see how it's piggybacking off-white success, but technically I don't think it's infringement. That's the thing. They're going to have to prove that it's parody. That they're, you know, that it's not, they're, they're going to have to be like, look, we are making fun of it. We are, under no circumstances are we saying that we are off-white, okay? All right. Any more questions? Any more comments before we close out for the night? All right, but um, yes, uh, I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me. I know we started a few minutes late, but I had to get some things together. Again, uh, thank you to Nessie Time of Rise of Dark Dawn. She made me uh, this beautiful logo and designed this beautiful shirt for me and tote bag and mug. These are going to be coming soon, y'all, as merch for our community. I can't wait to share them with you. Um, make sure that you join me tomorrow night at eight o'clock for more stories. Be sure to book your sessions, ladies and gentlemen, 2021 is around the corner. We have a new administration coming, praise Jesus. So, you know, new opportunities are going to be coming. Um, start making your plans for 2021. Now, if you're planning on starting that business, you know, let's get you on the right track. Now go book your coaching sessions. Okay. At Linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. Uh, I want to close out by saying, uh, hello and good night to my parents, to my sister, to all my family members and friends who watch. Um, I want to wish you guys a safe and restful evening. Again, join me here tomorrow. Um, so I can show off some more of my merch. <laughs> all right. Um, have a good night and, uh, thank guys again. Bye-bye.
We got merch. Halfway. Oh, 